0: to get the words to start this podcast. Look, it doesn't it doesn't matter how hard I try. There's always going to be something wrong with me. Like I swear to God, I'm my voice is always gone, but no, this time I'm sick. So truthfully, I'm never going to be able to make this podcast 100% good and ready and healthy and you know, that's just the way we roll over here. And you know what? Even worse is that through my sickness and through when I didn't have a voice I recorded a podcast episode last week and it was relevant it was with the times it was you know with all of the things and now I'm I'm out of date I'm out of touch with reality I'm out of touch with everything and I just feel like an old lame fuck and I kind of want to like re-record this episode and the worst part was that when I recorded the episode I was like okay this is a great episode done bang bang boom and then I listened to it back, and I realized that there was, like, a fucking echo. So I was like, oh, this is a podcast." I don't know. I can't even make it up. Like, it was so embarrassing. And what a rookie fucking mistake. Like, I didn't do a sound check before the episode, and I just started recording. I was holding the microphone backwards, so it was picking up on the sound weird. I didn't have my pop socket on, so it wasn't blocking any of my peas. So it was, like, but, 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 like, way worse into the mic. It was really shitty quality. There was reverb very rookie mistakes and the ironic part is that part of the podcast I was talking about oh my god like it's been one whole year since had empty and I'm still doing dumb shit like this I guess some things you'll just you'll never learn look I know it's gonna be outdated I know it's gonna be irrelevant and I know that I'm gonna look stupid but honestly I really want to talk about what I was talking about last time because I thought it was funny I guess to start off I really am super happy that, god damn, I, you know what? We need to address this. Why am I sick? I have no idea. But when the clock strikes October 1st, I swear to god, my body just falls ill to every single disease that is out there. I got the flu my freshman year of college twice in the span of three months. So anything is possible. I actually get the flu every single year and I lose eight to ten pounds. Every winter without fail. So, this winter, I'll probably get it, but I will really, really do my best. But it's the craziest thing because I'll be with all my friends and I'll be the only one to get sick all of the time. And it's honestly, whenever I go back to my old college, when I go back to Tallahassee, I always get sick. Last year, I caught the Tally flu. That son of a bitch. I I couldn't even drive home. I had my mother pick me up. And drive me home and I had to go get my car later the next weekend it was so embarrassing it was so awful and i couldn't move i felt like i was dying and when i had covid last december see i just didn't get a break i had the tally flu in october i had covid in december anyway when i had covid in december the only thing that was keeping me going was the fact that i was like no i've been through hell i went i had the tally flu in october and that is like my baseline now like whenever I get sick, I'm like, no, I know what death feels like. I know what being on your last limb, not even being able to drive home crying because you're so sick and you just can't handle it. Like that is the tally flu. And it keeps you humble. It keeps you real and it keeps you humble. And to that, I say thank you. And I hope that I never get it again. This October, I will not be visiting Tallahassee, Florida. That is, is done. I'm finished. I went Back to back weekends. I went last weekend and I went the weekend before that. And it was just a lot. Going back to your college when you're no longer in college, weirdly enough, it makes you act out even more. Super strange. Oh my God. I know last podcast, I think I updated <clears throat> on when I went to Tallahassee that first weekend, and men were just saying the craziest things, saying I look like their ex. And it, it continued. So, the second time I went to Tally, um, it was just as worse, and the men really have no game. 100%. Zero game. Okay, personal favorite. I was walking out of the bathroom, and I was going to meet up with my friends, and I was just walking, and this guy, like, grazed my shoulder, and I was like, ew, what the fuck? So, I whipped it around to, like, you know, confront him and i was like excuse me and he was like and i was like what and he was like oh like i like your tattoos and i was like oh okay thanks and then i like kept walking and he said something else and i was like what is he one thing about hate one thing i hate is a mumbler if you're gonna say something say it with your motherfucking chest or don't say it at all what what the fuck is a mumble it's like a half-assed way of speaking are you scared to speak if you're not confident in your words, why the fuck are you speaking anyway? And he's like mumbling and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking? I was like, sorry, what are you saying? What, what? And he's like, oh, uh, I like your face. You know, the level of just non-creativity, you really didn't think, you really didn't give a fuck, you know, whatever happened to hello, how are you doing? you're beautiful, breathtaking, show-stopping, stunning, literally anything else. I like your face. That was so disrespectful. I was seriously like, are you shitting me right now? Are you absolutely shitting me? Like you couldn't think of anything else. And I literally just laughed in his face and I was like, no. And honestly, I wish it just stopped there. But the day before that I was out like tailgating before the football game, which side note, huge football girl, big, huge. I really don't give a fuck about sports in general, but when your team is doing good, you want to support. And I I just feel like I have more school spirit now after I've graduated college than I ever did in college. Like, I literally didn't even give a fuck about my school. I actually put in a transfer to transfer colleges. Like, I literally hated it that much. And then senior year rolled around and I was like, wait, this is kind of fun. This is kind of lit. But then right when I started to enjoy it I graduated so now I'm living out my college dreams and everything I should have done in college so side note for people that are in college or going to college whatever enjoy your time truly because I regret it because I was literally so depressed and hated my life for the first three years of college anyway so when I was tailgating this guy he was clearly like Indian Arabic something I don't know he was a POC he was a brown boy we can say it that and he comes out to me, and he's like, hey, and I was like, hey, obviously knowing that he's only talking to me because I'm, like, the only other brown girl there because everybody is white at FSU, and he's like, hey, and I was like, hi, and he was like, oh, like, um, you know, I think you're really cute, like, blah, blah, blah. and I was like, oh, okay, and um, <clears throat> he was like, so, like, are you in a sorority, and I was like, no, and he's like, oh, like, you're g and I was like, I'm sorry what like are you throwing racial slurs at me I was like what the fuck is a Jede? and he's like oh jeed it's a goddamn independent I literally was like um no here's the thing about men that I really don't understand when men men at FSU or men in general I'm not sure but when men compliment me as of recently they don't realize that it's like So backhanded the way that they're saying it. And I think, like, in general, too, like, men just don't know how to flirt. They don't have game. Like, how is that attractive to me? Being like, oh, like, you're goddamn independent. Like, and then he's like, oh, he followed that up with, oh, so you're not in a sorority. Yeah, you're so independent. Like, that's so cool. Like, you're so cool for that. And I was like, wait, hold on. Let's back up. So, we're assuming under the notion that if you're not in a sorority, you're not cool. Like, you're, like, the, status quo is that if you're not in a sorority then you're not cool so I'm the exception to the rule so that means generally if you're not in a sorority like I was like this is dumb and this honestly brought me back to the night when those two guys two separate bars two separate occasions but on the same night we like oh like you look like my ex I'm like can you just say that I'm pretty can you just say that you think i'm nice i'm sweet i'm whatever i don't i don't know even though you don't know me like anything else like it's the backhanded compliments because how am i supposed to respond like oh you're so independent because you're not in a sorority like that's so cool i fuck with that i'm like what what like give me something to go off of you're giving me nothing you're giving me brick fucking wall like i literally can't do this And honestly, this is giving me zero affirmation that men out there are actually can flirt, be nice, or genuine, intelligent. Like, I like your face. You look like my ex. You're goddamn independent. Like, uh, ugh. It hurts my soul so much. Thank God I love myself. Because if I didn't and I really did want a man, like, I would be in deep fucking shit right now. Okay, actually, let's backtrack to when we were talking about me and my one year at Head Empty. I don't know why we just glazed over that because it really does deserve to be talked about. I'm honestly so happy and proud of myself for continuing this because usually I just pick up things and I drop them, like cue the fucking ADHD. Like I literally can't focus on anything for too long. And then when I like things, I like do it and then I just leave it. And so this is a project and something that I honestly picked up and I really didn't think it would go this far and this long. And so truly, like, I'm really happy that I have this outlet and, you know, I just really want to say thank you to all my fans. I love each and every one of you, the serial killers, the liars, the murderers, just everyone. I just love each and every one of my fans, like, so much. But for real, thanks for tuning in and thanks for listening and, you know, live laughing and loving with me and, you know, laughing at all my embarrassment and hopefully getting a little bit secondhand embarrassment because truly I'm not going to come on here to make myself look good all the time there will be times where the ego kicks in but truthfully I'm just here to like have a good laugh and yeah I'm honestly just really happy and I didn't expect this to um not that it's like blowing up or anything but I just really didn't expect to even have any traction at all so truly am super thankful hashtag grateful thankful blessed But honestly, I was doing a lot of reflecting, you know, I'm always introspective, like literally all the time. And I was just thinking about, you know, how far I've come in this year. And my first episode was Be Your Own Soulmate. And so I was just thinking about that a lot this past week and how important that episode and just, it just kind of marked like a whole new chapter for me. And it's just so interesting to see like how far I've come through that journey, Um, literally had a different I've had, like, three different theme song or openings since then, and definitely won't be the last. I'll probably switch it up on y'all, but it's just so interesting to see, like, that was my first episode. I took myself on a date, and, you know, I had started this podcast originally because I was going through a lot of changes, honestly, and, you know, I feel like a lot of you guys that have listened to this from the beginning know that, and I was coming out of, like, a, a long relationship, and I was single, and I was just trying to navigate life, honestly, because there's so many first for me so many new changes that were so stark and I was so scared and this just really felt like the one thing that was constant and was like my outlet and I think over time it kind of grew from like a less of like a therapy-based podcast to me just talking shit but honestly like even that is therapeutic to me and I'm just so grateful to like have this outlet and for people to actually listen to me and laugh with me and it's also super interesting because it's like I almost have like a an audio book like a diary like an audio diary of me you know talking about my feelings like some episodes are like more therapeutic more like in my feelings and then some are just you know me verbal diarrheaing everywhere but it truly is so cool because I get to have this like journal of me just talking about shit so I am super super grateful for all of it feeling super thankful but do you know who's shit out of luck Adam Levine I know this is old news I swear to god like I really 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 did talk about this on my old podcast and then it got fucking I don't know you you know what happened so I really do want to address it right now. He's an embarrassment, and I don't care if it's old news, it's always going to be fucking funny, because his messages were hilarious, so crazy, and if you don't know, then you're living in Iraq, and he basically was, he's just like a serial cheater, actually, and had this like relationship, and was literally going to name one of his children after his mistress, which is like the craziest thing ever, and he, he just sucks and I think that this is you know reaffirming once again most men are shit and if you're a man and you're listening to this and you're offended then you're part of the problem because I don't know where the stats are I'm gonna pull it out of my house right now men cheat way more than women men are more unfaithful to women men are shittier than women in general the stats I pulled it out it's don't fact check me this is my opinion this is my fact like whatever my truth my life and I just, like, really, really, really can't, and so when Adam Levine comes out, and it's crazy because everybody before this was, like, sexiest man alive, like, we love him, like, oh my god, Adam Levine, like, my friend went to a Maroon 5 concert two months ago and cried her eyes out because he was so hot on stage, and now she can't even look the other, she can't even look at him, she can't even look at a photo of him, she's so disgusted, and it really just, you know, it's day in, day out, like, people, everybody just coming out, cheating 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 news cheating news and it's like it's not even it's it's not even uncommon anymore it's not even like something I'm phased by like when they're like oh my god Adam Levine is a serial cheater like no way I'm like I believe it Shit, I believe anyone shit it always and the crazy thing is even when you think they won't they do and I was just thinking about this whole situation and then I guess, like, a couple days later, like, somebody else, I don't know who the fuck Try Guys is. I don't know. Somebody named Ned. I guess his whole brand was like his wife and kids. And then it turns out he cheated in like a consensual workplace relationship that was like over a year. Crazy. And that came out, and everybody's like, oh, like Adam Levine, I saw that. But this guy, I really didn't see that. And I'm like, how couldn't you? He's a man. Q Norman fucking Rockwell. Like, the fuck? Like, <laughs> you should just be constantly on alert whatever anyway all of these memes that are coming out from Adam Levine's cheating are insane and I think they're so funny but do have to say that I actually do really feel bad for his wife I don't know her name I know her name I just don't know how to pronounce it so I'm not going to come on here and you know um fuck up her name because she is the victim in this situation so I don't want to do her dirty like that but she I just feel so bad because a lot of people are like coming at this whole situation and they're like oh my god like Adam Levine cheated like oh my god she's I bet she's gonna let it slide like she better not get back with him she better not get back with him I'm like okay the memes are great funny funny ha jokes 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 but on the other hand of it like that is probably like very traumatizing to this woman because everybody's like making fun of her husband and all the while she's trying to like reconcile with him she doesn't have plans to leave him which I think you know first and foremost i'm a feminist if she wants to stay with him that's her choice and i think a lot of people are so quick to judge and so quick to be like you should leave him you should leave him it's like there are so many other factors like it's so circumstantial like she is literally pregnant with his child to get up and walk away and she already has other kids with him like to get up and walk away is a luxury that most people don't have and if you want to sit there and work through your issues that doesn't make you like a weak person And I kind of hate that, like, whole language and, like, feelings surrounding it. Like, oh, like, she's weak if she gets back with him. To be honest, walking away isn't easy, but staying with someone isn't easier. Like, I would say, I would argue that walking away might be a little bit easier than staying and reconciling your issues, There's so many things that you have to go through and, like, the therapy and this and that and the other. But if two people are seriously willing to make it work, like, I don't see why they couldn't. Now, this is very, very different from Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson's situation just because Tristan is a fucking serial cheater. Like, okay, let's reel it in. When I say serial cheater with Adam Levine, I just mean multiple women. When I say serial cheater, I actually really mean Tristan Thompson because that man he he will never change and so at this point sorry to chloe but it is honestly her fault because she can't like you can't expect to stay with someone who has shown you their true colors and is a serial cheater and expect them to change and i feel like chloe is very much that kind of woman that's like oh i can fix him i can fix him i can fix him girl you can't fix anything the only thing that's getting fixed is your face you switch up 6 times 7 times 8 times a month girl bye you can't fix a damn thing <clears throat> and honestly like she's a clown she's a clown the first time it happened everybody in the world was like oh my god chloe we're so sorry for you after like the 14th time After she's having her goddamn baby with this man, she's still out there cheating. He wasn't even there for her pregnancy. Wasn't even there for the day she gave birth. Like, that's on you. That's some Nick Cannon behavior. And she needs to let it go. Like, you are in a polygamous relationship. You are not... You have no claim to this man. He does not claim you. Like, it's embarrassing and you need to let it go. And sometimes I feel like she's doing it for the drama. And other times I'm like, wow, she's honestly just so deeply in despair and is so distraught and is just I just can't with her and it's hard to empathize and sympathize with somebody who knows this kind of person knows him for all of his true colors and who he is and still thinks that she can make a difference girl if you were worth it sorry let me rephrase if he was a better person he would have been good to you she was not asking for too much she was just asking the wrong fucking person you can't ask a cheater to be faithful, let alone a serial cheater. Anyway, reeling this back in. I think that this situation with Adam Levine could be different. I'm not sure. I don't know how many women he's been with. I don't know what the extent of his relationship is. Has it been physical? Is it just sexting, texting, doing whatever the fuck he's doing, naming his babies after his mistresses? But I'm not really sure what the extent is. Honestly, it's not my business. I just hope that they can work out the differences or if not, no problem go do you I don't fucking care I just think that if they choose to work to their problems and the thing is like these are just celebrities like I really at the end of the day don't give a fuck about them but I think like being able to like talk about this obviously like through the celebrities like this happens like every fucking day with people that we know and so it's just I guess like opening that conversation and just like being fucking for real and not judging people for getting back together with people that cheated on them. It's just it's circumstantial, but I think that we should change the rhetoric around it. And honestly, I was just thinking about like what if that was me? Like what if I was in that situation? Like what if somebody cheated on me? And well, you know, I do have an experience that I can speak to like I was cheated on. And um did I handle it well? Uh, I think that's debatable, I think, depending on who you talk to, but I think, you know, when emotions are running high, there's a lapse of judgment, you do things that you wouldn't normally do, Um, and I always say, like, I'm, like, a crazy bitch, like, on here, but truly, like, I really am not, like, I feel like I am, but to be honest, there are much crazier bitches out there, Um, and I say bitches with a lot of love, so, yeah, I'm just not, I don't know. So, when it happened to me, I... (sighs) i had like a lot of his clothes right and obviously i it was a sore sight to see i didn't want to see them anymore and so i was like okay this needs to go i want to return this back to him and also he has a lot of my important stuff like gotta make the exchange obviously um being the non-confrontational bitch that i am i was not about to make the exchange myself so i phoned a friend and i was like hey can you make this exchange for me like i don't want to see him he's a lying cheating scumbag next and she's like sure i got you she pulls up with her car I load up his stuff in the bag and I give it to her and I'm like wait let me like do something crazy and I grabbed the Kim Kardashian Gardenia Rose KKW perfume that he had bought me for my birthday or something and I doused that shit like uh, it was wet his clothes were soaking they were doused in that goddamn gardenia rose, and with every spray, I was like, felt so powerful, and I was like, yeah, like choke on this. I, mean, I want him to smell it, and you know, I want him to bring tears to his eyes, crying and throwing up, thinking about me, and you know, get violently ill. The fumes are just you know, toxic fumes are just permeating his nose, permeating every part of his body. He can't escape me. I'm everywhere. Um yeah so that happened and I put the clothes in and I was like haha I was laughing my ass off and I closed the door and my friend was like okay I'm gonna go drop it off now and I was like okay bye it didn't even take two minutes after she pulled away and then I texted her and I was like I have made a mistake and she was like girl what and I was like I should not have done that I should not have sprayed all that perfume I that was really cringe that was a lapse of judgment and it was a momentary. I it was, I was like, this is embarrassing. This is so so embarrassing. And she was like, Arthi, like, I can't breathe. I am driving this car. It is permeating every. It is gonna be my AC vents for life. Like, the smell is everywhere. I was like, oh, so it's bad. She's like, there is no. You will never be able to remove the scent from this these clothes. You just can't. It's already too late. I'm just gonna drop it off. And I think that's when the anxiety and the self it's it's the self-awareness honestly guys like I being self-aware is a curse and I've discussed it many times I, I feel like I can never just enjoy a moment I feel like I can never feel victorious like yeah like I did that like fuck him for cheating like I could not because two minutes after I closed that door and she was off to his apartment to drop off his shit I was like I I fucked up he's gonna smell his clothes and be like I'm damn good thing I cheated on her <laughs> oh my God, I couldn't even enjoy the moment. And you know what I thought was going to be this like bad bitch moment. Here's, here's what probably actually happened. She probably pulled up to his apartment and, you know, knocked on his door and he gave her my bag of clothes. Actually, he put my bag of things outside of his apartment door. He didn't even like open it and give it to her. He already had it laid out in front of his door and then put not trash do not throw away because he put it like right by where they take out the trash in his apartment okay like my things were left there with a goddamn note for the trash people to not fucking take my shit trash with the note was just a great visual euphemism of our relationship so anyway um she knocked on the door and delivered his stuff like a normal fucking person and he accepted it and this is probably what happened he opens the door And he accepts it, and he's like, oh yeah, her shit's on the ground over there, whatever. Closes the door, and then I bet the girl took the clothes out of his bag, because the girl he cheated on me with, he ended up dating, which was even crazier. Anyway, she probably took his clothes out of the bag, laughed her ass off. He laughed his ass off and was like, yeah, she's a crazy bitch. And then she's probably like, oh my God, it smells good because the Gardena Rose honestly smelled fucking amazing. Anyway, traumatized. I can't ever use that perfume again. She probably took the clothes immediately out of the bag and threw them straight into the washer, put some little Ferbeez caplets in there, put that shit on hot, 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 hot. Probably washed it like three or four times and was like, this bitch is crazy. It still smells like this, whatever. And then they probably had sex after that. So, that is probably what happened gotta be real with myself can't be fake and you know what i could have handled that situation better looking back on it you know hindsight's twenty twenty for real but you know the emotions are running high i was in a vulnerable state and you know i can't constantly think about how it's going to make other people feel because he didn't think about me when he cheated so you know yeah i have a lot of regret still because i am just one perspective bitch I am just always fucking thinking and considering other people's feelings and I can't enjoy a single moment it was you know what I thought was a slay moment was a dislay and so now I have to approach every situation with caution and care because I don't want to cringe at myself in a year or two years or in my case two minutes after my friend left with his clothes in the car but you know in this past year I've been living life and I've been sleeping right and, you know, I sleep really, really, really good at night because I know nobody's cheating on me and, you know, I'm a single bitch and I intend to keep it that way um, until somebody worthwhile comes around and doesn't call me, tell me that I look like their ex or tell me that they like my face or tell me I'm a goddamn independent, and that I'm cool for not being in a sorority, you know, all the things. And until that moment, I'll still be sleeping good. But damn, just to think about where I was a year ago is so crazy. One year, it can truly be a world of difference. You can see so much change and so much growth. Like, wow, it is really crazy. And I always say that. I remember in one of my episodes, I was like, the two times of year where I get really introspective is new years and my birthday which is the fucking lie I'm literally introspective every day of my life I'm constantly thinking about things and you know how far I've come and how much more I have to go and all of this shit but truly one year can make a big difference and having like this anniversary of my podcast has really made me introspective again and thinking about all the episodes that I released Ugh, <clears throat> oh, I'm a sick bitch I honestly really wanted to, like, bring it up to 30 minutes just to, like, make myself feel better. I don't know. All I'm going to say is that the episode that I recorded um, was way better. The the one that I'm recording right now, it's probably shit. I don't know if I'm going to listen back to this. Um, I did a sound check at the beginning, so hopefully the sound is good. But, yeah, anyway, thanks for rocking for the past year. I really do appreciate it. Um honestly like so embarrassing i was literally gonna be like merch drop and i was gonna like make merch i'm still gonna make merch don't get me wrong but i'm gonna make it for myself I'm gonna see how that works gonna see how that looks and then maybe i'll be chuggy if that's even like a word anymore but maybe i'll be chuggy and like put it out there and be like oh my god like who wants to buy like this merch or maybe i'll do a giveaway i don't know i've always wanted to like do one of those because i would feel so in look i enter so many giveaways i follow half the instagram accounts i follow are ones that i followed because of a giveaway and i've never won not one it's embarrassing as fuck and i'd be tagging every single one of my friends my family and i always comment too, like they're gonna fucking give a shit about it and i'm like oh my god like i've never won a giveaway like maybe this will be my turn like i'm embarrassing as hell like i would be commenting on like every single giveaway and I'm thinking like, oh, maybe they'll see it and they'll feel bad for me and like I'm neglected because I never win a giveaway and that they'll give it to me. And that's actually never the case. I don't even know a single person that's ever won a giveaway except for my sister. And it was a Fab Fit Fun giveaway and she won like a box that was valued over like two hundred or three hundred dollars or something. And ever since that day I was like okay, I know one person that's won a giveaway. So it's encouraged me to try every single time, and without fail, I haven't got one, anyway, I don't know why I'm talking about giveaways, but thanks for listening, thanks for tuning in for the past year, um, yeah, hopefully I'll be not sick next week, and I will have my voice back, because I sound like fucking, I sound like nasally, you know what I mean, like I sound fucking gross, and I'm like coughing half the time, okay, I was really trying to see if I could stall and make it to 30 minutes, but i guess they can't maybe i'll sing a song at the end of this you guys can turn this off now but thanks for listening thanks for tuning in and i hope you guys have a great week and i will talk to you guys later should i sing a song should i do something all right fuck it it's 30 minutes bye (laughs)